Our God is a way maker. In Acts chapter 16, there's a story of Paul and Silas and how they were thrown into prison. And the, the jailer, you may be seated, the jailer was, was asked, uh, was told to put them under extra guard. So he put them in the center and he, he put them, he bound them in chains. And the Bible says that night, uh, the prison, that's Paul and Silas though, they were, they were beaten before they were putting it in there in jail. And it says they just began to praise the Lord while they were in jail that night. And everybody was watching them. All the other people in jail and the jailer. And the, uh, the jailer went to sleep. And the Bible says that God shook. He, he shook the jail. He's a way maker. He, he shook the jail. And he said at that moment the, the cells broke open. And, and the chains fell off of everybody there. And the jailer, he eventually wakes up. And he, and he looks out. And he sees the, the doors open. And he automatically thinks that all the prisoners have escaped. So in his mind, he's going to be punished severely. So he's going to end it. He, the Bible says he drew a sword to, to fall on it, to end his life. And Paul calls out. He says, don't, don't do that. We're, we're all here. So the jailer, he, he, he rushes in and, and he says, after everything that he saw, he says, what, what must I do to become a believer? And Paul tells him the gospel message, you must believe. So the jailer takes Paul and Silas, he takes them out, washes their wounds, takes them home, and, and he fills them. And the Bible says, his whole house believed and became followers of the Lord. Our God is a way maker. Listen to part of this story after all that had taken place. Acts 16, starting in verse 32. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him, Paul and Silas, to the jailer, and to all others in his house. At that hour of, of the night, the jailer took them, washed their wounds, then immediately he and all his family were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God. He and his whole family. See, when you come to believe in God because he's a way maker and he takes you out of those circumstances and you give your heart to him, you will be filled with joy because you came to believe. As as Pastor Daniel, I feel like the Lord wants to do something right here. As Pastor Daniel said, I, I'm going to pray. If you're here in this place this morning and, and you're fighting sadness or depression, uh, whatever that looks like, you're, you're, looking, you're looking past at the, uh, last year and, and it's depressing you and you're, you're turning, you're looking ahead this year and you're going, oh my God, what are we going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to pray right now to the Waymaker. All right, so let's do it. Lord, Lord God, just, just like you, you took the circumstances from that jailer and, and it didn't look good for him, so he was going to end it all. But, but Paul called out, he said, we are all here. And he came to believe and it says that him and his whole family were baptized and they were filled with joy because they believed. So God, in Jesus' name, I pray that you would fill every one of us with unspeakable joy today. Lord, we speak against depression. We speak against suicide. We, we speak against sadness. We, we speak against uncertainty. We speak against all those things. In Jesus' name, you are the way maker, God. Make 
a way for us to come out of those places. We serve the living God. May we walk in your spirit. May we be the light. God, may people be attracted to you because of what they see in us. Not depression, not, not suicide, not sadness, but joy from the living God in us. Amen. I pray that is your prayer today. Yes, I'm excited because I love God and I know what God's brought me out of and there is only one way that there's a living God. And I pray you know him today. I pray each one of you young people know him today. All of us know him. Believe and be filled with joy and the chains will fall off. The jail cells will open up. Our God is not a liar. And he is a way maker. Let him make a way in your life. Lord, let it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now I need to say this to the youth group, 6 through 12. Usually you would leave right now. Just keep your seats. You're going to stay with us today. This morning you're going to stay with us uh, because we have something very exciting. That's why I'm already amped up today. I've been amped up all week. I finally added up some numbers with the help of Amy. And I'm going to tell you what, you're going to be amped up too. We're going to see what the hand of God can do and has been doing in our community. And I pray you're going to be just as excited when you leave here today. You know what's really awesome? It's the room is balanced today. I'm not just focused over here. I get to move over here because we're seated everywhere. Now, that doesn't mean anything to you, but it feels weird when you're up here. <laughs> so the youth's going to remain in here, and we're going to celebrate what the Lord has done through Pallets of Love in 2020. This morning, I'm going to share with you the reasons why we give food away. Okay, I'm going to make it crystal clear for any of you that are not quite sure. Uh, we're going to take a quick, uh, a quick look at how this all happened. Here's some stories of, of uh, how it has and continues to impact people. And we're going to thank everyone involved before we reveal the amount of food given away. The big reveal. All right? That's why we have a few pallets here today. Kind of set the mood, right? Lord, I just come to you right now and I ask, God, that you would still our hearts, still our minds, open us up to receive the, the living, breathing word of God, that we would be challenged in that area of, in our life, that we would uh, also just come to celebrate what you are doing in our midst, Lord. And God, we give you glory for it and we thank you in Jesus' name, amen. All right, so any, any time you're going to start anything like this, I think it's good to take a look back to have a really quick history lesson. How many of you love history? Any history majors in here? All right, great. Well, we're going to just do a real, real brief history lesson of how Pallets of Love began. Now, uh, let me say it is all God to begin with. Okay, it's all God. Your pastor never went out searching, hey, Mom, we're going to start a ministry called Pallets of Love and we're going to give semi-foods of load away. Huh, who do I call? No, God just orchestrated all this, okay? So you have to understand that. that that's, that's how it really all began. But here's a little background. The history can be found. This history, you can read it later if you want. Uh, it's on our webpage. We have a webpage for Pallets of Love. It's palletsoflove.org. And on that page, this is what it says. Um, it says, Pallets of Love began in January of 2016. 
When a friend pastoring in Burley, Idaho, called and wanted to know if, if our church would like to give away a full semi-load of Chobani yogurt. And me being uh, the pastor, I, you know, I said, well, you know, let me pray and fast about it for a couple weeks and I'll get back to you. <laughs> Took me about a split second. Yes. <laughs> yes. How many of you remember that day? So the truck came, I believe it came on a Saturday, and, and we unloaded it. We set it all up on the grass out front. We put a big tarp on it. It was winter. We had somebody bring their camper and set lights up and spent the night out there because we were going to give it away on Sunday, to which we did. And, and it all started from there, and it's evolved a lot since then. Soon after that, we were uh, connected to Midwest Food Bank and began to receive rescued food. Uh, this is food that the manufacturers overproduce and will not be able to sell to consumers before the expiration date. So rather than pay to have it transported to a waste site or, or a dump, so to speak, uh, they donate the food. Okay, that's where we get it from. It's, it's donated for a lot of different reasons. There's nothing wrong with it. They don't give rotten food away. Okay, that's not their intent. The only cost for us is to have the food shipped by, by trucking. We have to pay for that. We, we have great uh, people that help us with that and give us a really great price. We're under a, a strict agreement that we cannot sell any of the food donated and all the food is given away to the community with no strings attached. Can I get an amen? amen. No strings attached. I just love it when new people come to our giveaways and, and they come up and their eyes and they just, uh, this, is my, this is my first time here, what, what do I do? Nothing? Here. What? And we keep piling on and they're like. <laughs> what do you mean nothing? Why are you doing this? Because this fellowship, this church, we love you guys. Jesus loves you and we just want to bless you. I don't have to sign anything. I don't have to show an ID. I don't have to do anything. No. Just don't sell it. That's all we ask. It's awesome. No strings attached. So far we have received, uh, this, is, this is from when we wrote this in our webpage a few, a few years ago. It's, it's going to be different what I'm going to read to you today. But so far we have received food from the Salt Lake Valley area, Tri-Cities, Washington area, Twin Falls and Burley here in Idaho. The donations vary from vitamins, potato products, ice cream, jerky, yogurt, water, chocolate, peanut butter, barbecue sauce, and clothing, just to name a few things. We're going to name a few here in a little bit. It was about our third year in 2018, our third or second year, that we took on the name Pallets of Love. Thank you, Lisa Holbrook. God gave her that. We were, we were, we knew we, we knew we needed to develop some kind of a name because it was just food giveaway, you know, crazy day, whatever we called it. And, and God, I believe, just gave her that. And, and man, when she said it, I was like, that's it. That is awesome. So Pallets of Love. Pallets of Love is now a separate nonprofit from the church. We have our own 501c. It's, it's totally separate from, from the church. We actually have our own board. In fact, if our board would stand up, I, I see Amy. She's in here. Where's, is Mark in here? Mark, and I don't know, I don't know if Hal's with us today. Hal is here. So that that is our that is our board to Pallets of Love. I don't think any of you knew that we had one. That's who they are. You can be, you can be assured that any Donations made in that name will be used to bring food to our community. 
I want to also thank Sandy for helping make this happen with all the legal paperwork we had and also for writing some of the grants. Thank you, Sandy, for that. And I just want to, before I lose you, I want to thank everyone who has given a financial support to help us get the food here. Like I said, the food is free, but we just have to pay to get here. Every penny matters that, that is given. I want to thank everyone that has ever given anything from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. It helps in so many ways. And I want to take, just to also take a minute uh, to thank those who have given us some grants. We've actually received some grants. And I want to mention them. The Kroger uh, Company Foundation, Fred Meyer, Walmart, um, we had a Trail Winds fundraiser through Warren W. Uh, Titchener. And then also uh, from Friends Bakery, they all gave us some grants to help continue to run this. Thank you so much to those. Please understand we have very little overhead. We have a forklift maintenance. Um, we have liability insurance that we have to have. Outside of that, every penny goes in. Everyone who helps with this ministry is a volunteer, and we're going to get to all of you in just a minute. At one time, I think we, uh, I know we're the only church in the area, but at one time we even owned our own semi-truck. How many of you remember that? It was a blessing and a curse. <laughs> it was a blessing. Jesus said in John chapter 8, 12, I am the light of the world. And he also tells his followers uh, this while giving a little sermon known as the Sermon on the Mount. He said this in Matthew chapter 5. He said, uh, verses 14 and 16, he said, you, if you have your Bibles or, or whatever you have and you can mark or underline or circle, you might want to do that, circle that word right there, that you word. Jesus didn't come out and say, he didn't come out and not say, or say, you know, uh, they or them or those. Hey, I'm talking to you disciples, but this is for them or, or those or, or they. He said, you, tell your neighbor that you are the you. Tell them right now. Tell them that you are the you. You are the you. Does everybody understand that this is directed at any one of you that is here and you call yourself a born-again disciple of Jesus? Just one word before we read on. Everybody understand that. This is Jesus speaking and he says you. And that means he's speaking to us. You. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Jesus is the light of the world, and we are the light of the world as his followers. But what does he really mean? It's kind of easy to say, and okay, yeah, I'm the light of the world. Happy, happy. What does that really mean? How are we the light of the world when Jesus said he was the light of the world? It's simple. 
We don't make our own light. I don't care how popular you are, how charismatic you are. You don't make your own light. You can hang lights on yourself and make light, but it may look pretty for a season, but you don't make your own light. Okay, you don't make your own light. But we reflect the light of Jesus in the same way a gold refiner sees his reflection in the gold he is refining. It's quite a process, right? As a gold refiner, he, he, as he melts the gold, as the gold is being melted, the impurities, they call it the dross, it boils up to the top and he takes a screen of that, of that melted gold and he, and he scrapes off the impurities, the dross. And the more he scrapes off, the purer the gold gets. And when the gold becomes pure and pure and then it, it, it hardens back up, his reflection becomes clearer and clearer like a mirror because it's turning into pure gold. You see, to be a follower of Jesus means we are allowing him to burn off the impurities in our life, right? The sin, the things that, that keeps us separated from God. We're allowing him to do that, to put the fire to us, right, as followers. So we allow him to burn those things off. So our relationship with him draws closer and closer. So when he looks at us, he sees himself. Meaning when others see us, they see a reflection of his light. The light of the world in us. Jesus is the light of the world and we reflect the light of the world because as we follow him, we become brighter in him and people see Jesus in us. Does that make sense to you? The main purpose of light is to give light, right? That's the main purpose. Yeah, they use it for other things. But the main purpose is to give light. In Jesus' day, most houses were only one room with, with no windows or maybe one small window, right? As we saw in verse 13 of our text. One lamp, one lamp could illuminate the whole room or the house, whatever. And that lamp would be put on a stand in the house or it may be put in a, in a little ledge uh, on, a, on a ledge on the side of the wall. And it was also like a, a shallow bowl shaped like, like a piece of pottery. When I was in Israel, we actually got to tour uh, one of the, how it used to be when they lived. And they, they had these in there just to kind of show how they would light up uh, the place. They would put oil in these and they would try to light these, they would light these little wicks. And you imagine how hard that would be without a lighter or anything, right? A little stick. And they would light these up and that one light would light up their whole, their whole house so they could see and do whatever they needed to do. Everyone could see and do what they needed to do with that one light. It's a great illustration that Jesus is telling in this scripture that we need to let it stick in us. We reflect Jesus' light by illuminating so we can bring praise to God for all to see, right? So we just don't uh, reflect and be the light of the world that Jesus shines through us uh, so we can glorify ourselves, right? It's for all to see that Jesus is in us and what Jesus is doing through us. That's how we light up a room. The Word we do, we do good works, which is the reflection of light. It's not so we can look good, right? The Bible says so people can see the good that's in us. It is so God looks good. 
Okay, so we do the work. People see the work that we're doing because of Father. We're not doing the work so, so we can find favor with the Lord. We're not doing work so we can get saved. We're not doing work for any of those reasons. We're doing the work because Jesus has saved us. And out of gratitude for how he's changed us in our life, we want to win others to the Lord. So we want people to see the good that is in us because it's coming through us. Pretty complicated, but you get it, right? The word good also means beautiful and attractive. So please hear me and understand that the number one reason, I have this for you on PowerPoint, the number one reason we go to all the effort we do to meet needs in our community with food is to be light in our community. That is the number one reason. Is there any confusion on that? Yes, we meet needs. Yes, we provide. Yes, we do all the things. We'll talk about that in a minute. But the number one reason is to reflect the light of Jesus, who is the light of the world, through us as we get to give this blessing away to people. We do it to share the love of Jesus. We are his reflection as we give a cup of yogurt, box of candy, bag of chips, bunch of bananas, box of meat, food boxes, ice cream, etc. in Jesus' name. Right? We do it in Jesus' name, not in Pastor Jay's name, not in the Bridge Church's name, not in Pallets of Love's name. We do it in Jesus' name. That's why when people walk up and they, they say, what, what, do I, what, what do I do to get this? We say absolutely nothing. We love you in Jesus' name. We do it to love on people and to show, to reflect the love of Jesus. And let me just state this. If we begin to give food away for any other reason, I'm out. I'm out. Okay, a lot of people think we're a, a food pantry, a food, uh, you know, we're not, we're not a food bank, we're not a food pantry. We get 53 foot long uh, load of truck and normally give it all away within an hour and a half. Does that sound like a food bank? <laughs> Sounds like food chaos. It's a little different. I want you to listen to a few stories of how this has impacted people. I got a lot of these, some of these off of Facebook. We're going to hear from a few people personally in just a minute. These are their words. I want you to listen to this. If some of you are wondering, you know, why go to all the effort? What's the point? Listen to some of these stories. My daughter recently lost her job and was out because of surgery. Thanks to Pallets of Love, we've been able to eat and care for our family when we otherwise would not have been able to. Thank you. One lady told me, these are my words, one lady told me a few months back that she had just been laid off from work and had no money or food stamps for food. Pallets of Love would help them make it through that short window until they could figure things out. And by the way, we put a lot more extra in her car. I can say there are a few here this morning that have become part of our church family because we gave them food. They decided to come check us out and, and then found love of this fellowship and grace and forgiveness in Jesus. I know that's for a fact because I've heard some of your stories. Listen to these. 
Pallets of love helped us get through the last year by supplying extra food, milk, fruit, meat, candy that I would not have been able to have if it wasn't for pallets of love. I was able to give gifts to people and help other people that needed it and couldn't get there. You guys are such a blessing. Thank you for what you do for families in our community. I was diagnosed with throat cancer two years ago. I've been, I've been to a few churches and then started coming to the Bridge Church. I love this church so much. Thank you again. See you Sunday. If you're in here, God bless you. Thank you so much for the food. It, was, it has been a godsend. We are so happy that you guys do this for people. It really helps a lot of us out. It really helps a lot of us out. It has helped many people appreciate everything you've done for this community. Thank you and God bless. I like this one. Serving with pallets of love is one of the best experiences of my life. Can't wait to get well and do it again. Now remember what I just said uh, uh, about being reflection, the light of Jesus in our, in our community. This was sent... <laughs> There is a God, people. This was, sent, this was sent in after I was led by the Holy Spirit and prepared that short devotion that I shared with you about light of the world. I'd finished it and I decided to check Facebook and see what was written there. Listen to what this lady wrote. I love you guys. You are a light shining bright in our town. Thank you. Chase, are you in here? Come on up. You're not talking from there. <laughs> I have a few people that are going to come and share this morning. This is important for all of us to hear. Come on up. Please, sir. Good morning, guys. So I don't know really where to start other than Pallets of Love is one of the best blessings I've ever gotten in, one, in my life. I wasn't very faithful to the, to the Lord before. And then every, every once in a while, I'd see something go on here at the church. And I figured, oh, you know, let's stop and see what it is about one day. And I've seen those pallets of love. And that was a blessing to me to receive that food. And ever since that one day, something just irked in my, in my brain that I need to go check out the church. And so with that bridge that Jesus has put in my brain, to lead me to this church. I'm just so thankful for everything that everybody's done, everything that they can do and help our community. You guys are honestly the light of the community, and thank you. Amen, thank you. I'm looking for Jeff Kruger. Jeff, is he here? There he comes, come on up. I know I saw you earlier. Every time Jeff tells me some of these stories, what God is using him, where he takes it, man, I tear up. You got a tissue? I just hope I know. Hold it up C there. A couple of things, though, when you were talking earlier, reminded me. I was here for the first truck, the second truck, the third truck. I've been here for almost every truck. And uh, I remember myself and my oldest boy, Gavin, a lot of you know him, 
and Eddie and Calvin Matthews slept out in the foyer on lined up chairs yeah. because the load was outside the church and we didn't want anything to happen to it. And through that, Gavin and Calvin became best friends. They got to know each other, they went to different schools, but to this day they're best friends. And then I remember loading, unloading a truckload of USDA food that didn't show up on pallets. It was all on slip sheets. We had to unload the whole thing by hand, probably 2,500 boxes, and then put them in cars. I stayed and put them in cars by hand, and I was stoved up for three days after that one. That one just about, I'm an old guy, man. That, that's way above my pay grade. But, uh, uh, and I might go a little bit longer than you thought, but just to kind of give you an idea how this this progressed for me, I got a good friend that lives in Roberts. He was in an industrial accident five years ago, got a traumatic brain injury. About seven years ago, his wife was in a near-fatal car accident, and she's disabled. And they have three kids living at home and living on their disability, and they're younger, you know, they're in their 40s, they don't get a whole lot of disability. So I started taking him boxes of food because they don't have anything, and he had a neighbor down the street that's in his early 50s, got kids at home and a wife, and he's got cancer, and he's on oxygen, he can't work, he just sits around, and so we took him a couple of those USDA boxes of food and they answered the door and we told them we had that food for them. And to see this guy just literally break down in tears and was completely overwhelmed and couldn't figure out why somebody that he didn't know and a church that he'd never been to would drive from here to Roberts to give him some food. And it's, you know what, that's what it's all about. And I'll tell you what. It, it makes every one of those aches and pains so worth it. And I'm telling you, we're making a huge impact, not just in providing for people, but in God's kingdom, we are putting out, we are showing our fruit by doing this. And, and it is impacting people in a lot of ways that we don't even see. So, I, and I'm just, I'm blessed to be part of it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jeff, for sharing that. Thank you, Chase, as well. One more. Chris. Normally, I start off with a joke. I'm just kidding. No. Jay, Jay said my jokes were not appropriate for the church. Um, so my name's Chris, my wife's Amy, and um, we were invited to the Bridge Church one day by our friend Richard, and if anybody knows Richard, he's very enthusiastic, and he's like, hey, they're doing this food giveaway, and it's butternut squash, and then, uh, so Amy and I started helping, and where's Richard? No Richard. Um, yeah, he bounced, he said, yeah, you guys can help, and uh, I think we've helped it at least one of us has been at almost every giveaway since, other than uh, when we were in Texas. I think we missed that one. Um, but the food giveaways, I'd say, is what 
brought us back here every week, you know. So every week we're like, hey, Pastor Jay, uh, is there more food? Because <laughs> who doesn't like free food? And I lied to him every week. He's like, yeah, yeah, there will be some, uh, some on Tuesday. I'm like, sweet. Tuesday, no call. No Facebook post. But it, it normally happened on Wednesday, so it was okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Light of the world. Meeting physical needs, of course. Meeting physical needs as well as spiritual needs. Amen? Thank you, Lord Jesus, for these many blessings. Now, before each giveaway, we gather for final direction and much prayer. During that, that prayer time, we ask for safety and thank God for the food we are about to give away. We ask to be good stewards of his blessing. We acknowledge that he and he alone has made it possible as he guides and directs those who have donated and those who help make it happen. And once again, like I said, we're, we're going to do a lot of thanking of people. And, and I want to I wanna thank, thank you, Jesus, for these blessings. To you all glory and honor is given. Can we praise the Lord for that? Now I want to thank our incredible donors and those who helped make it possible. 2020, I want to thank William from Midwest Food Bank. I want to thank you, sir. I want to thank you, sir, for your hard work and your love for others. Steve from Children's Hunger Fund, thank you for your dedication to share the love of Christ. I want to thank Andy, Linda and Ryan at the Motorview Drive-In. Thank you for your support. I believe Andy is here. Andy, can you stand up? Andy. For some strange reason, we had to move for a while. <laughs> I want to thank Journey from Blackjack uh, Trucking. Thank you for, for being very flexible. I want to thank Stan from Romer Trucking. Thank you, sir. I want to thank USDA Loads, meat products and food products. I want to thank you, President Trump. I want to thank Niagara Water. Thank you, John. I want to thank, uh, uh, thank you for the load of bananas. Thank you, MRE Transportation, French Fries. Thank you, Lamb Weston, Meatloaf and Prepared Meals. Thank you, uh, Nestle. Uh, yogurt, thank you, Jabani. Vegetables, thank you, Americold. Chicken strips, strawberry cheese, thank you, McDonald's. Uh, once again, yogurt, thank you, Dannon. Powerade, thank you, Coca-Cola. Uh, candy and chocolate, thank you, Hershey's. Everybody likes chocolate, amen. Some people, some people have criticized that a little bit. You know, how is that helping people? You know, giving them chocolate's not even good for them. It's amazing how we've had people come in and say, you know, this, this is truly a treat for us. We don't have money to buy this kind of stuff. And it's just a special treat. Thank you. Amen. How many of you know it's okay to enjoy life a little bit? 
You know, we had other potato products and chips from various donors, and I want to thank all of them. Uh, can we just give a big round of applause for all of those? Now, perhaps, perhaps my favorite part, not perhaps, my favorite part, as wonderful as these donors and transportation companies are, none of this, none of this would happen if we did not have the best volunteers ever. The best volunteers ever. I cannot thank all of you enough for coming out and standing in the hot sun, freezing snow and rain, windy, coldy days and icy driveways, all for the purpose of being the light in our community. Can I have everyone who has ever volunteered please stand up? Please stand up. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And what I'm about to say, I mean to all of you, sincerely and deeply, you are very special. You truly are very special. Sometimes it's not easy out there. Um, most of the time it's a lot of fun, the camaraderie that we have with one another and the, just getting to know one another. I know, I know some days I seem very, fra uh, what's the word, frazzled, <laughs> being polite. Just a lot of responsibility. I, I get frazzled and lose focus a little bit. But thank you all for being patient. And now, for, for the big reveal, before we, before we get to that number here at, at our church, I would like to let you know that, that the Lord used pallets of love to not only reach our community. Some of you don't know a lot of the things that go on behind the scenes. He, he also used us to help reach other communities as well. I was able to help coordinate these loads to these places throughout the year. If, if I wasn't able to help coordinate these loads to those other places, we would have taken them. It's not, it's not, necessarily, not, not necessarily all true, but, you know, it's, it's always been my heart that, you know, this isn't about just us and sharing and you know, with those people that I mentioned just helping uh, do all that. And I want to give you a few numbers uh, of what took place. We, uh, Pallets of Love, we paid for shipping and everything and, and had a, a load sent to the Salt Lake City Food Bank. I have that number. It was over 34,000 pounds, 17 tons, 20 pallets uh, of, I believe it was vegetables. Hagerman Christian Center, we sent a load, 41,000 there. 20 tons, 18 pallets. Pocatello Christian Outreach Center, 147, 960 pounds, 73, over 73 uh, tons, 101 pallets. Twin Falls, Amazing Grace Fellowship, 259, 570 pounds, uh, 129 tons, 124 pallets. Boise River City Church. These are their numbers. This isn't even our numbers yet. 977,846,000 pounds, 488 tons, 544 pallets. Uh, 
And now before I give the big reveal for 2020, I thought I would show you our previous numbers uh, for fun. It's never about the numbers. It's just awesome to see uh, what God has done. In 2016, that was our first year, we gave away 180, over 180,000 pounds, about 90 tons. 2017, yeah, 2017, 195, over 195,000 pounds, 97 tons. In 2018, this was, this was a big year, 696,000 pounds, 348 tons. And then last year, or the year before, 2019, 515, over 515,000 pounds, 257 tons. Sell a lot of food in the last four years. Are you guys ready for 2020? We should do a drum roll or something, but the, all right. Idaho Falls, Idaho Falls, the Bridge Church, 1,465,000 pounds. To all of you volunteers, if you were wondering why your back hurt, now you know why. <laughs> 1,465,000 pounds, 732 tons, 919 pallets. Now, since I told you what pallets love help with the other places and all that, all, you know, help coordinate, I thought it'd be kind of fun for you to see the grand total of what pallets of love, what donations and different things helped with. The grand total, all combined ministries, 2,926,553,000 pounds, 1,463 tons, 1,726 pallets. Amen. That is amazing stuff, you guys. It's an amazing ministry that the Lord dropped in our lap. It's amazing. Countless people served. Thank you, Jesus. Countless people served. It's an amazing thing, isn't it, to be a part of? Something bigger than one person. Now, before we, we close in prayer and, and celebrate in song, I want to invite any of you here and maybe watching on, on Facebook to get involved. You can get involved if you want to by attending our next Pallets of Love uh, volunteer meeting, and it's going to be this Tuesday. Two days from now, it's going to be Tuesday night right here, February 2nd. It'll be from 6 to 7 right here at the Bridge Church. Come, we, we try to ask all of our volunteers to come for uh, a little bit of training, some understanding, you know, what we, what we expect to make sure nobody gets hurt so we're kind of all on the same page. We found that to be very, very important. You'll get a free t-shirt, uh, all the different things that we do. Right now we are back giving food away here at the Bridge Church. The drive-in is, uh, I was over there the other day. You think we have ice problems, oh boy. 
It's a lot of ice over there. Everything's winterized. There's no restroom. There's no heat. It would just be really hard. So we're back over here for a, a few months and just be in prayer that uh, we can pull that off without having any problems. So again, if you're interested to get involved, that'll be Tuesday night, 6 o'clock, just a short hour to come and, and check that out. Would you please stand with me? I love you guys so much. It's just an awesome thing to be a part of this. I don't know what the Lord has in store. There's been a few changes. I don't know what the Lord has in store. But, you know, like I've always told everybody, it, it really belongs to the Lord. If, if the well dries up and the food stops coming, I guess the Lord's saying it's time to move on. It's his. And um, we just, just continue to move forward and see what the Lord wants to do. I'm glad you guys are all part of it and hope and pray to see you, if you can, to get, get involved as well. Father, we love you and we do acknowledge you, Jesus, that this is all from you. Lord, we give you all glory and honor and we thank you for these donations. We thank you uh, for the money donations that help us pay for these loads, Lord. We thank you for that. We thank you for those uh, that coordinate and help us to, to get the loads, Lord. We thank you for that and all the donors. God, may you bless them exceedingly. Bless them. Lord, we thank you that we're able to be the light in our community, to reach out and share the love of Jesus on a spiritual level, Lord, but also meet physical needs as well that we would just continue to build a bridge into people's lives, that they would see that we truly, truly do care for them beyond a physical need. It's much deeper than that. May each one of us reflect your light as we go out into our communities, be it whatever we're doing. And God, may you just do greater things in and through us. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you. And Lord, I just feel prompted once more uh, to pray, God, that if it's according to your will and purpose, Lord, that you would give us the Smith Building. In Jesus' name, everyone said. Amen. All right. Guess what we're going to do right now? We're going to celebrate with song before we leave because I think it's important that we celebrate for what the Lord has done. I'm going to turn it over and Pastor Daniel will, will close us out. If you want to come down in the front and sing and dance, you can, whatever you feel led to do, and he'll dismiss us.